You are watching the Brexit Leagues. Hello, hello, welcome to the first ever episode of the Brexit Leagues podcast. It's me, Sungrai Drummer here, just like before. You know the drill by now. It's me with a guest each week, and Edward Stratton will be joining us later on in the programme. Now, here is how the podcast works. So basically, we talk about the Premier League Championship, League One, League Two, and the FA Cup, and to be fair, we love all those competitions, don't we? We just love English football. That's why we named it Brexit Leagues. And joining me is my EFL expert and Coventry City fan, Ethan Oliver. Ethan. Hello. Yes, yeah, so yeah, Ethan will be joining us each week. He's like my version of Mark Clement, if you like, that guy on Soccer AM, or David Prutton, if you think about it. But yes, we're going to be going through all of the leagues, you know, and also we're going to be going through some other news as well as we get it. But first, I think we need to start with the news that Coventry City has just been taken over by a guy called, I forgot his name, Doug, whatever it is. Doug King. Doug King, yes. So how do you feel about that as a Cov fan? This is, this is great. Finally, Eastwood can't look really annoying. I hate them. They're um, well, they're not completely gone yet, though, are they? No, I think they're in eighty percent of the club. They've got fifteen, and then Bill King's got eighty-five or something. Yeah, yeah. it's always good. Oh, you Hopefully needed some that. investment. Yeah, yeah, of course, you needed that. I think. They've been crying for out for it for probably over a decade now. It's been yeah over a decade. Crisis. The club's been in crisis. It's, I remember it had to move to Northampton Town to Sixfields. It had to move to obviously Birmingham as well. It's like the club went everywhere in the last the last decade. Almost ended up at either Warsaw or Burton this season. Played at one game Oof. at Burton though, isn't it? Oh yeah, that start was that uh, cup game versus Bristol. Yeah, that's it. That's the one. Yeah, I think I don't know why that was. Oh, yeah, because oh, the stupid, the stupid pitch, pitch wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe they should have thought about that before they started hosting the Commonwealth Games in the summer. Yeah, they just they just needed money. Like obviously, Wasps gone bust now. Uh, yeah, talks them getting revitalized and stuff, don't it? So I think they're going to be back next season, is what I'm hearing. They're gonna they're gonna be back around the um. Championship group, you know, aren't they? That's right. Yeah, I think so. I mean, as long as they don't come back to Cough, I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, because they moved, I think, to Coventry in 2014. Because obviously, you know, I was at this ground recently. I was at Adams Park. They were there. Yeah. So yeah, it was. It was obviously controversial them moving to Coventry, but now they've gone bust. I think. The ground's all yours. Hopefully, finally turn a corner and maybe come good. Back to the Premier League soon. Yeah, Things well, you haven't been in the Premier League since 2001. 2001. Yes. 
you're in the championship 11 years. I think yeah. you went down to League One, you stayed went there. Went down to League One, I think 2012. And then obviously, then we went down to League Two in 2017, came back up 2019, 2018. 18. Then obviously, yeah. went up 2020. Uh, hopefully, we can go. I reckon we can push playoffs this season if we get right amount good players I mean, in. I mean, your next game is against a team that's only lost twice. They have only lost to Watford and Sheffield United. Both those games were away. I mean, but... the game we played against them at um, CBS, we, we looked like we could have beat them. They, they didn't look amazing. It was a very good game. Mm. I mean, it's the championship. It's the nature of the um, championship, isn't it? That's what. Yeah. That's why I told you, I've watched this league for like, what, 13 years, something like that. Yeah, I mean, mm. I've 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 watched it since Carl got promoted. So, yeah, well, I don't know how you were able to watch League One matches because they're not always shown on Sky Sports, are they? You have to buy iFollow. Yeah, I mean, highlights and stuff as well. Yeah, that always helps. Exactly. I mean, I just look back at the football club and I just always think. I th- just always remember a game against Charlton Athletic, I think, in 2016, 17, something like that. 16, 17, season. Yeah, at the Valley. And basically, both clubs were protesting against their owners together. Yeah, I remember that, I think. Yeah. Um, I think that game, Cov got relegated as well. I think that was the game that relegated us. I think so, yeah. Because Robbins was there. You won the EFL trophy that year. Beat yeah. Oxford in that, in that won, final. Was that yeah. that final? Were well, you at the playoffs the following year? Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah, cracking game. Oh, there's just so many. There's just so many memories I remember of some of these games. Like a lot of them. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. me and my dad got uh the bus to like the um playoff final, and obviously how you know Villa obviously had their playoff final one before and they lost against Fulham. Was, yeah. Yeah, we saw um, we we're on like the same bus as the Villa fans, obviously that they had and we saw loads of like villa flags everywhere mm. <laughs> they're all like ripped up and scribbled over and stuff oh <laughs> yeah i mean fulham got to the premier league under yukanovic got relegated the following season had two other managers after and yeah they keep going back up but fulham are definitely staying in the premier league yeah. this time but what we do have to move on to is the fa cup because oh. i mean sorry sorry we have to do it for the program, but yeah, it's part of it. But you know, a few shocks this weekend. You know, we've yeah, we've seen so, you know Chelsea get battered, Chelsea get battered, Villa get knocked out, Stevenage. Yeah, um, obviously we had Cardiff drawing to Leeds. That's it. Yeah, we had what else did we have? Southampton knocking out Palace. Like that's not a massive shock. But obviously Southampton not been in good form. They're bottom of the Premier League, I think. Yeah. Yeah. We had Leicester scraping one against Dillingham. Um Tottenham scraped one against Portsmouth there. Yeah. Then obviously gotta talk about Blackpool Batter and Forest. Yeah, I mean Forest yeah. looking at that team, it was like more it was more like their Premier League team. It, it, it was. Yeah. They had some they had some key players in there, they did. They like, did. The the likes of um Cook, Brennan Williams Johnson was there. Yeah, Brennan Johnson was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yates came off the bench. That's it. Uh, yeah, they had, they had some like got 
some quality players in there as well, like Tafolo, McKenna, Hennessy. Toffolo Mm. and obviously O'Brien were at Huddersfield in the playoff final last season as well. Sam Surridge was an all right player for them off the bench last season. Yeah, he was decent at Bournemouth as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's been solid since he left Stoke, he was. Mm, I mean, sometimes these moves don't work out. Stoke City's just been a mid-table championship side for the last few years. They've been they've been regressing since the Premier League, really. really I think mm. when obviously they've got no um, parachute payments. parachute payments anymore. Yeah, they're probably going to be running low on cash soon. Like they can't afford. They've got like big contracts, expensive. Mm. I reckon in the future they could go down at some point. You never know, but I think. This year, if we look at the championship table, I think the teams that are going to go down, Wigan, Colo Torrell, as much as I love him, I don't think he's going to save Wigan. I think Wigan will be on saving now. <laughs> Wigan, will, Wigan will definitely go down. Huddersfield, I think, could, if Huddersfield have improved a bit. They have but, improved. They have mm, improved. I think Huddersfield will still go down regardless. I think Blackpool, their recruitment so far, they've got Josh Bowler, like, I don't know if that's confirmed yet, but they've also got Morgan yeah, Rogers it is. as well. Confirmed. Like yeah. their wings are just their their wingers are sorted. Like the thing with Bowler, he couldn't go anywhere else other than Blackpool on loan because obviously he'd featured for Blackpool already this season. Then obviously Olympiacos, mm. so he couldn't go anywhere else. I mean, I don't like to see him at Cough, but <laughs> it doesn't. Sometimes these things don't really work out. It's like Nottingham Forest were playing football manager when they bought him. Yeah. The, they were playing football manager all summer. Like, how many signs did they make? Like, pretty and much Chelsea. And Chelsea as well. Yeah, Chelsea. Different reasons, them too, isn't it? Like, they still are. Millions of players. Yeah. Yeah, they signed uh, Felix on that, didn't they? I think it's going to be confirmed in the next couple of days or so. We'll yeah, see. Because I think Fabrizio Romano said it's like pretty much done. But yeah. It's not like, it's not like completely yet. So. Yeah, exactly. I just look at some of these. I just look at some of these teams. If we go on to the championship now, yeah. you just think about it, and you just think Blackpool, Huddersfield, Wigan in the bottom three. I'm telling you, Rotherham are going to go down. Rotherham, Rotherham are going down. They're done. They, Rotherham, will, Rotherham will always go down. They started yeah. well, to be fair. They started they? well, but mm. then they're not great. I w- I would be, I wouldn't be happy if I was a Rotherham fan. Like, yeah. Relegation threat come in. They've got one of the lowest lower budgets, I think they say. I think it's I think it's the lowest. I think, I think they got the lowest. Yeah, probably. I think maybe Blackpool might have around the same. Maybe but possibly. Yeah, I don't think anyone else has I think they're not obviously Cov have a low budget as well, but Sergio Luton. It's a miracle, mm. like how Luton have been doing so well for a while because of budget, obviously. They've been they're well run. The club, the club wasn't always like that. They used to. Yeah. The club went into administration about thirteen or so years ago. Yeah, it did. It did. Mm. But yeah, anyway, man. but anyway, we should continue on about the FA Cup. The FA Cup, uh, that's it. Because obviously, we'll, we'll talk. We'll get to your team later on, and we'll talk to Ed about that when he joins. But yeah. United have obviously got through. Obviously, Reading have got through. Tottenham have got through. 
you know, there are loads of good ones here, like Brighton thrashing Borough 5 1. I remember the last yeah. time Middlesbrough played Brighton in the game, I think 2016. It was a it was a promotion decider. So. Yeah, I watched that one. Yeah. Bournemouth not being knocked out by Burnley. There were boos at the end of that game. Fans starting to call for O'Neill's head. Ipswich beating Rotherham 4 1. Yeah, well, Ipswich, I think they're third in League One now, but they've got a. They are, they are. They've got, they've, got, they've got a massive squad, though. They've got a massive squad. They do. They've, they're a good side with the former United coach, Kieran, Kieran McKenna. Yeah. Uh, Chesterfield 3, West Brom 3. That was old. Good game. But it's got the tie of the round to me. Obviously, the Liverpool Wolves draw was good, and the Sheffield. Oh, there's um the Liverpool Wolves game. There's controversy there, isn't there? Obviously, there was um, that disallowed goal. Like there's new footage out, and it's like it's apparently the it wasn't offside. Oh, I don't know. I do not know what the hell went on there. It was absolute carnage. Like obviously. For some reason there was no like footage I could get like for VAR, no angles, and yeah. then but like not obviously when you like there's like some new footage come out now and so obviously you can see clearly he's onside, so oh. could be could be a major kicking the teeth for Wolves in the next like obviously they've got to play the replay. Yeah, that was a that was a good game. Don't get me wrong though, it was really yeah. good. Yeah, I watched. Uh, um, Sheffield Wednesday, Newcastle as well, but end bits of that after the golf game. That was a very mm. good game. Very good game. Sheffield Wednesday have a good record though against Newcastle. Even in back at Newcastle, yeah. Newcastle's I think last championship season. They'll know they they won't be back there anytime soon with that money. Yeah, but, definitely not. I mean Newcastle Sheffield Wednesday that season, I think they did the double over Newcastle. I remember watching the game at St James's Park. Yeah. At the end of twenty sixteen. But yeah, I mean, I mean, Sheffield Wednesday are a good side, top of League One at the moment. They've got some. They're second. Got some good they're second. They're second. Second. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Plymouth, Plymouth top, the top. Yeah. They've got some good players in there. Yeah, we'll go on to League One shortly, and we'll have a look at the fixtures and stuff. But just to brush up, obviously, Stephen is shocking up Villa and City battering Chelsea and Arsenal. Even though Oxford made a really good account of themselves. Losing yeah. three now, and obviously we've got those replays. Some yeah, tomorrow. So next week, next week, next Tuesday, we'll hear about those. But here is how the FA Cup draw was now, and I think we've got to start with the the tie of the round. Obviously, it's got to be Manchester City against Arsenal, the top two That's in the Premier League. Tie. Yeah, that's like a final. That is that. That is a final, but only one one of them can progress. Yeah, that's true. I reckon whoever wins that game wins the cup. Yeah, I mean, normally the team whoever beats Manchester United wins the cup. It's always been the same. Yeah, because I think it happened with Leicester a couple of seasons ago when they won it. Yeah, I think a potential upset could be Preston Tottenham. Yes, yeah. Even I was thinking that because I was just thinking Preston at yeah. home. I mean, I would say at the start of the season, they're a bit boring to watch because they weren't scoring any goals. But yeah. they're a bit more but... interesting now. Rotherham are more boring to see on TV than Preston. Mm. And then obviously you've got a bit of a local one with Warsaw Leicester as well. 
in the Midlands. I was thinking about going. I'm thinking about going to that one, but let's see. That one might be hard to get tickets for, lad. It's not too far, also, though. Only up the mm. train line from from here. Just go over to Birmingham and then go across up to Walsall, really. I went to their um, ground in the 2016-17 season. I remember we drew League one, one. one. Yeah, yeah, League One. I remember Cov drew one one to them. Um, they came back with like a second half goal or something. Can't remember when, but I remember mm. it being a good game. I remember it being one of the few good games of the season. Yeah, I mean, like there's some really good ties in there. Don't get me wrong. I mean, obviously, apart from the Preston Tottenham one and the what's it called, the Man City Arsenal one, you got other. If we look at the other ties, we've seen Southampton against Blackpool. Uh, that was a championship game in 2012. They could meet again next season. Could be They're next prob- season. Could be next season. Looking on here, also we've got Wrexham, Sheffield United, um, nah. Ipswich, Burnley. Uh, Ipswich, when they last played Burnley, they were in the championship, both of them. Ipswich beat them 2 0, I think, at Portland. Was that, that 2014? Day. 15, 16, the 2015 16 season. Burnley won the championship that year. Seven years ago now. Oh, I think Ethan's on mute. <laughs> I don't know what, what happened there. <laughs> Sorry, my sister came in. <laughs> yeah, but I think Burnley, yeah, they won the championship in 2016. I think they they look like they're yeah. going to do it again seven years later. I, I don't think anyone's stopping them, you know. Like, I think, obviously, teams could put up a fight against them. Like, as I said before, like, I think, I said to you earlier, I think, Kov, we could put up a fight against them. I'm not going to win, obviously. Like, I reckon we could scrap a point. Yeah. Um, so I think the best yeah. you can go, like especially going to have more as well, like, Sebastian Campbell. Yeah, they are. They are really tough to break down as well. They are. They are. They got their left back Ian Matson. Like, oh, he's he's a good player. Yeah. You had him last season. He scored a spectacular against Fulham. I remember that Fulham. one. I remember that got that goal was just. <laughs> it was it was one of the best goals we've seen. Yeah, I mean, if we if we have a look at some of the other ties, Stoke against Stevenage, Derby West Ham. I've seen both of their grounds. Uh, Blackburn against either Forest Green or Birmingham. That was postponed, obviously. Mm-hmm. Wednesday against Fleetwood. So, no league one affair. United v Reading, I mentioned. Luton or Wigan still need to play a replay, but they're up against Grimsby. Bristol City or Swansea against Chesterfield or West Brom. Brighton against either Liverpool or Wolves. So, that'll be a tough game either way. The Premier League one. Yeah. Fulham, Sunderland. Um... Boromwood, they haven't met since the championship. Boromwood or Accrington or against Cardiff or Leeds. Wow. Boromwood. Boromwood will be one in um, Leeds, won't they? Yeah. And Ed is about to join us. He's just um, just about to send him the link. Mm-hmm. And then Ed is going to Ed is going to join at the click of a button. So yeah, that's going to be good. But um, honestly, I just think of it and I just think to myself, wow. You know, like, we, lo- we this is why we love English football. This is why we love the game. Yeah. Like, some really interesting ties there. You know, it's going to be, 
It's going to be an interesting FA Cup fourth round. There's always upsets in the FA Cup. It's it's, it's one of the most prestigious cups like, exactly. in the world. Everyone wants to win it. Exactly that. And we're going to do Premier League predictions in a second when, when Ed joins. Oh, but um, yeah, we're gonna we'll do Premier League predictions. We're gonna obviously. I think there's a well, Chelsea have got two games in that time, but um, we'll do like obviously the North London derby, Manchester derbies this weekend, even Real Madrid Barcelona, and that is this this weekend as well. Mm. Yeah, it's gonna be a blockbuster weekend. Yeah, we've got Fulham Chelsea as well to kick us off on the Thursday night as well so yeah it's going to be quite quite interesting it will be it will be who's on the chat oh no right but yeah um no that wasn't you i thought that was that was ed that was you so it wasn't it wasn't ed i'm just trying to close this meeting chat there we are but um i mean looking at the premier league we are I don't know how many games in we are. We're like 17, 18 games in. Something we are. 17, yeah. 17, 18, yeah, depends on which team. Some teams play more than the others. Yeah, United, next game for them is City. So, yeah, that's going to be interesting. But joining us now is the legendary Edward Stratton. Yo, hello, Ed. You're right. Can he hear us? Can he hear? I think... I think he needs to put his uh, mic on just to just to make sure. We'll we'll give we'll give him a second. Yes. Now we now we can hear him. Oh, can we? Mm. Can we? <laughs> we oh. had him for a second. We had it, we had you a second. Yeah. Now I'm we... not sure. There we are. There we are. Hang now on. we can. Pause it. Yeah. I might have to pause it, yeah, and then start it so it doesn't cock up all the editing I have to do after. One sec. There we are. Um, so yes, joining us now is Edward Stratton. Finally, he's managed to get here, he's just come back. But um, we've got to talk first about the Premier League predictions before we get on to like the rest of the leagues. Um, what are your What are your predictions? Just going round. What are your predictions for the Fulham Chelsea game on Thursday? Um, that's going to be. Um, I think Chelsea are on a bit of a, a bit of a poor run with two games against City, but I still think they're stronger, stronger side wise than Fulham, but. I reckon it could be close, but I still think Chelsea will get the edge. Ethan, what do you think? I reckon, obviously, Chelsea aren't that great at the moment. Yeah. If bringing in Felix, I don't know whether it will be in time or not. I don't reckon it will impact the game, though. I reckon Fulham will have them, to be fair. What's the score? 1-0 Fulham. Oh, Fulham are gonna go four straight wins. Myself, I'm thinking, I don't know what it is with Chelsea. There's just something not right. It feels like United last season. 
the state of that club at the minute. I just think it's going to, Fulham are going to have them. I, I agree with that. You know, I think it'll be probably 2-1. I think Fulham could shock them because it seems like no one, they don't seem like they want to play for the manager for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. I think obviously changing tactics like every game and stuff, it's like potentially putting the players off. No, it's not. It's not working at all, I don't think, for mm. for Graham. I think they need to give him time, let him settle in the system, just let him get in what he wants to play, and I reckon then it will all be fine. If mm. not, bring Tuchel in and give him time. Yeah, exactly. I mean, let's have if we have a look at the next game, it's Aston Villa against Leeds. I mean, what are you thinking for that one? What are you thinking about that one? Then? Um, do you think it'll be a good game or do you think... I think Leeds will absolutely hammer yeah. Villa because they're awful. Yeah. <clears throat> nah, for real though. Um, big good game. I think it'll be very entertaining. It'll be like a basketball sort of game. We'll be back and forth. Don't reckon it'll be high scoring. I reckon 1-1. What about you, Ed? What do you think? That's tougher than I'd like to call because Villa have gone on a very sort of rocky patch. I mean, they, they went away to Spurs not too long ago, beat them and then ended up losing to Stevenage in the FA Cup. Yeah. But mind you, Leeds didn't do, do too great against Cardiff, I think. It was a draw there. And they, had, mm. um, they missed a penalty, I think it was Rodrigo. I sort of agree with the fact it's going to be uh, a draw. Uh, I just, I'm going to say nil-nil. I don't think either side will score. Yeah. I mean, it was nil-nil earlier in the season back in October. So, yeah. And I mean, the next game we're talking about was the game after. So, uh, so yeah. So, yeah, that's an absolute nightmare. But um, my Zoom thing says 10 minutes left. Damn it. <laughs> that's going to be annoying. We'll have to, like, we'll do it in two parts. That's fine. But um, anyway, uh, Man United, Man City. What do you think about that one, Ethan? Um, I reckon... Manchester derbies, they're always really good games. I think both sides are actually in good form going into this. Like, yeah. it's going to be very good contest. It's going to be a tough one to call. It can go either way. I think yeah. it's going to be a lot of goals, though. I'll go with 3-2 Man City. Oh, Ed, what do you think? Yeah, again, they're they're normally very close. I think it's United at Old Trafford this side. Both teams got a bit a bit of a a run going. Um, I'm going to back United just because they're at home. Yeah, I'm going to say two two one. Two one. Well, I mean, we got battered six three by City at the Etihad in October, and we were actually playing that day. We were actually playing whilst the game was on, which was kind of annoying because I really didn't want to. Missed that game to be fair, but I'm glad I missed it because it was a horror show, especially when it was at 6 1. I just thought, oh my god, not 2011 all over again. But, um, to come back with two more goals, though. Yeah, I mean, we're probably the only team to, apart from Newcastle earlier in the season, probably the only other team to have scored three against them. So, mm. I think that those two goals at the end showed actually maybe there's still spirit in that team. But we've roared back with four straight wins. But anyway, enough about the Manchester derby. Let's move on to a game that last season would have been really interesting. But both these teams are struggling now. Wolves against West Ham. What are your predictions? Um, I think 
obviously both teams are like not doing great this season. They're both going to need the, either a point or three. They're both going to turn up for the win, I reckon. I think, obviously, Wolves with that bounce off the Liverpool game, which they should have won, to be fair. I think yeah. they'll I think they'll come into this a bit better. They'll win it 2-1, I reckon. Yeah, I mean, pressure is mounting on David Moyes. Six games without winning the league. They did, they did beat Brentford recently. They did beat Brentford, but I don't know. But, Ed, what do you think? Uh, again, an- another tight encounter, but I guess in a way for, for these two sides, all the wrong reasons, both being low mm. down. I think I agree with the fact with Ethan that um, Wolves have come off the bounce or will hopefully come off the bounce having played Liverpool in a game that they really should have won. They're unlucky not to. I just think they're being at home. They're going to have a bit more confidence going into it. I mean, you said pressure's building on David Moyes. He's winless in six. Yeah. It's going to be close to cool, but... <laughs> Not as entertaining as as some of the other games. I I reckon Wolves will clinch it by a goal, one nil. Yeah, I mean both sides beat each other one nil last season, but it will be on to an East Midlands derby next. Not Nottingham Forest against Derby. Forest against Leicester. Last time this game ended four nil. What are your predictions, Ethan and Ned? Ethan, go first. I think I don't like either of them, <laughs> but I think. Leicester, obviously, they've got James Madison. Forest, they've got Brenner Johnson. They've both got two really good young talents. Right. Um, I think, obviously, Leicester, they've got a bit of defensive struggles this season. Yeah, obviously, the midfield and attack, it's defense. solid. Yeah. Uh, Forest, obviously, I don't know if it's a gelling issue because they've got some good players in there. Uh, but I think it'll be a draw, I reckon, nil-nil. Nil-nil. Oh, very interesting one there. Edward, what are your thoughts? We've got like five and a half minutes remaining. Uh, I, re- I really don't know what to expect. I mean, Forrest came off after a really embarrassing performance, really, against, against Blackpool in the FA Cup. Yeah. But both teams are hampered with injuries at the minute, I think. You've got a one-year out for Forrest along with Lingard, and you've got Madison, Justin, and many more. I think Dewsbury Hall's been been ruled out. Yeah. as well so it's going to be a scrap obviously it's a derby both sets of fans are going to be throwing all sorts of limbs at each other but I'm going to go nil-nil as well I can't I just can't see Forrest turning it around they've not gelled well and Leicester are just struggling they do, have a, they do have a bit of a leaky defence uh, we're going to do like two or three more predictions and then we'll like do what we call like a sort of break and then we'll come back but um Brighton against Liverpool. What are your thoughts about that one? I think, obviously, Brighton, they've been really good this season. Liverpool, they've been a bit off it. It's like been a bit of a shades of, um, do you remember the Benteke and Carroll season? Oh, obviously, yeah. Obviously, not just Nunez. Obviously, the Villa fans only look like him. But, <laughs> like, they don't look the same. It's like, they keep signing forwards. But they need midfielders. Obviously, yeah. Brighton, they're a good team. I can I reckon Brighton will upset them. I reckon 2 0. Oh, I mean, Brighton did come off. I think, did they win their last game? Yeah, they did come off the back of a win against. Who, who did they even play? I forgot that we Brighton played their last game. Who did they play? No, no, they. Oh, yeah, they played Everton. They smashed Everton 4 1 at Goodison, didn't they? Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. Yeah, I almost forgot about that one. But um, moving on to the next one, which isn't Brentford-Bournemouth, it's Everton against Southampton. These are two teams that are desperate for the win this weekend. What do you think about that one? Uh, yeah, that's um, a situation that is really going to be putting pressure on both Nathan Jones and Frank Lampard. I mean, mm. I, I think I saw uh, Southampton fans against Palace, uh, even though they're, they're, they're putting a decent show, showing, uh, they're, they're turning on Nathan Jones and the Everton fans are equally getting tired of Frank Lampard. I mean, they're both mm. in, a, in a rut at the minute. I mean, Everton have gone what four one to Brighton at home, then away to United three one. They had they had a spell in that I thought where they played all right, they came back, but they just they had a really solid defence at the start of the season, and they, yeah. they just don't look confident. And I'm I'm really not sure what to expect, but I just have this feeling inside me that Southampton are going to come and they're going to play some really good football. I reckon they're probably going to batter Everton three. Could even oh. be 4-0. They just don't look at it. I mean, Everton were OK against United, to be fair. They weren't bad, I mm. don't think. But if we think about it, and this will obviously be our last prediction before the break, I think. But if we think about it, right. I mean, Everton are going to be in a new stadium, I think, in 2024-25. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine Everton... Yeah, who knows? Imagine Everton in the championship. Like, who would have thought Everton would be in the relegation battle when they were like challenging for Europe a few seasons I mean, ago? To be fair, back then they were signing players for then, then and now. They weren't signing players for the future, like anyone mm. like who can develop. Just constantly like players like 27, 28, like in the prime, like mm. who are getting old, like Sigurdsson, like quality yeah. pickup on the day, <laughs> but you can't rely on him for like more than. Three, four years. Yeah. I mean, some of these things like are just weird because Southampton, I mean, Nathan Jones, he doesn't... Ed, you know this, obviously. You Well, both of you do because you've seen your team play against Luton and you've absolutely... I think... Oh, no. Have you beaten Luton? I don't know. But, no, um, don't no, no. Don't talk about the trip to Kenilworth Road. <laughs> yeah, no, we won't talk about that one. But I mean, if we think about it, Nathan Jones doesn't really have the Premier League experience. Like, I was a bit worried about him moving to Southampton because I was like, yeah, it's not going to be great. I think he's one that suits Luton. He's like, I don't think he'll work as well anywhere, any other club. Reminded me of him at Stoke. It's like like Robins at Cov. It's like, they just fit together. Mm, That's it. I mean, it was a brave decision to bring him in. I can sort of understand... Why? I mean, was the other one Michael Beale from QPR? I think they were looking to Rangers. At... Yeah, that was the yeah. one. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they were looking at two championship managers that were doing really well at that point. And I think you've seen with Nathan Jones, there's all right being on form with one team, but you move to another and it might not work out. Yeah. But anyway, join us after the break where we discuss the rest of the Premier League predictions, the Championship, League One and League Two. See you soon. See you in a bit. Uh, welcome back. Uh, Ed is still with me, by the way, and obviously we've still got some Premier League predictions, obviously, to come up. Ethan Oliver will be joining us again shortly. 
Uh, Ethan's obviously gone to probably get some dinner. Probably he's gone to go and get some scran, if you like. But anyway, we we left where we left off was the game between Brentford and Bournemouth. What are your predictions for that one, Ed? Uh, well, that's going to be um, a very good encounter. I think Burnley recently went there and gave gave Bournemouth a real game. Um, yeah. Brentford, obviously. Ninth, I think they're ninth. Are they eighth or are they ninth? No, I think then. I think Brentford. Where are Brentford in the table? They're, oh, they're ninth. Brighton. I mean, they had they had just lost to West Ham, but mm. that was the FA Cup. Obviously, in the Premier League, they'd got off the game where they absolutely hammered Liverpool. Um, at least in my mind, hammered them. Um, I think it's going to be an interesting game, but I think it's going to be a game that Brentford will come out on top. I think they're going to probably score two or three but I do reckon Bournemouth will grab a goal so I'm going to say 2-1 but could be 3-1 Yeah I mean the last time they played at that stadium um, Brentford beat Bournemouth 2-1 they came from behind to do it I watched the game on that day I think Tony scored on that day but I mean it's going to be a really really interesting game there Um, also got to look at um, Chelsea against Crystal Palace on Sunday at two. What are you what are your thoughts on that one? Yeah, um, not too long since we spoke about Chelsea. They've obviously gone on a bit of a, a bit of a poor run. Mm. Um, I mean, losing to City twice, obviously not great, and the draw to Forest, and then I think that they beat Bournemouth. Going back five, they they even lost to Villa, um, but I do say that Palace haven't done too great recently either. I mean, past two. I mean, they lost to Southampton and they got beaten, was it 4-0 by, by Tottenham? And then not long before that, yeah. 3-0 by Fulham. They so played well, to be fair. It wasn't the worst game. Yeah, it, it, admittedly, they, they have played all right. I mean, yeah. especially against Southampton, I think Palace did show moments of quality. They just couldn't quite... Eze and Zaha couldn't quite get the final final bit mm. going. Exactly. Um, I think it will be... I think it will be a lot closer than people think. I think... Going into that, most people are expecting Chelsea to win, obviously, it being held at Stamford Bridge, but they're not too far apart from each other in the league table. Graham Potter needs to sort something out there because something's not clicking with Chelsea. Uh, I'm going to say 1-1, I think. Right. Oh, that's a sensible prediction there. I mean, I'm hoping Palace wins so they don't turn up against Man United. That's what my hope is. Yeah. You know, but because, um, you know, I just have, I've always had this theory where if, the, if a team hasn't won its previous two games and the next one's against United, they always turn up for that one. <laughs> I just always have this sort of theory for teams. But, uh, I reckon um, United yeah. will be alright. I mean, we've got um, we've got City, then we've got Crystal Palace. That's the rearranged game. We were meant to play all the way back in September. And then we've got the trip to the Emirates a few days after. Yeah, you're not wrong. And it's going to be a, uh, a tight congestion. But... If, mm. If we get five points in those three games, I'll be happy. Yeah, I can, I can see, uh, I can see that. Mm. But um, anyway, on to the next game though. We've got Newcastle against Fulham. I mean, Newcastle drawn the last two. Fulham have actually won the last three on the bounce. Yeah, again, that's going to be uh, an incredibly good, uh, an incredibly good game in my mind. I, I think, I think that's going to be. Very close, end-to-end. I mean, Newcastle are 
without a few players for that. I think they've got a few injured and obviously Fulham have Mitrovic suspended at the minute, but will he be back for that? Yeah, sorry about that, my brother. I don't know what is going on with him. That's all right. Sometimes some of these things are just crazy. But um <laughs> all right, just one 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 second. This this boy is being an absolute nightmare. <laughs> oh man. Oh he's he's moved now. Okay. Yeah. Do you know if Mitrovic is gonna be back? the Newcastle I, game because I know he's suspended. Oh, he'll be back to face his obviously his former club. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I th- I don't know. I think he will be, but let's see. Let's uh, say so in the case he isn't, Newcastle is still hampered. Oh, I mean, if we do beat Ma- um, Manchester City, we can go ahead of Newcastle in the table should they drop points against Fulham. Yeah, um, I think Newcastle have, in a way, taken a lot of people by surprise. I think people sort of expected Newcastle to be better, but I don't think they expected them to be as good as they have been. Yeah, they've been. They've given a decent account of themselves. Yeah, he's he's done a wonderful job since since coming in, Eddie Howe. But mind you, Newcastle have been on. Mixed form. I mean, they, they recently lost to Sheffield Wednesday, but they had two nil nils against Leeds. I want to say in Arsenal. Yeah, it was a, it was it, it was a it was a decent game to be fair. Yeah. I mean, I just sorry. It's just I've got my my brother's in the background again. Don't worry. I mean, you know, like Newcastle. Are, I was thinking they were going to finish maybe tenth. You know, that will show I mean, stability. Coming into the start, I, I was saying, I reckon their aim will be to get Conference League. But the way, the way they're going at the minute, I think their aim is to just get Champions League football. That is a, sometimes, though, you have to always be careful with these overachieve, overachievements because yeah. they can backfire a little bit. You just look at Huddersfield in the Championship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, mm. the, the Championship is in, in, insane league. You can go from one week from pushing playoffs to the next being bottom of the table. Mm, um, exactly. I, I don't know. I, I think if Newcastle finished in Champions League places, I don't. I I don't reckon they'll get out of the group stage. Obviously, I can't call the group. If <laughs> their group's easy, they might. But I, I mm. if they get it, I, I think that will be the year that they've got to properly build. They'll have to bring in some players that are really going to make a difference. Properly, Pro- probably. Sorry, I meant. But um, I mean, if you never know. I mean. It's like it's quite tight down there. But another game that could be crucial, uh, Tottenham against Arsenal at four thirty on Sunday. What do you think about that one? Personally, I think Arsenal should win it. I mean, I know they're at Tottenham Stadium, um, mm. but the the way Arsenal are playing football under under Arteta this season is just electric. Electric at times. You're not wrong. And Tottenham have been have been good at points. But equally, they've also not been the greatest. I mean, I think I, I saw I saw something where it was like Tottenham score an average of two goals a game. I think, but yeah. you know, I they do score about two goals a game. Yeah, thirty-seven want, goals. Yeah, I, I want to call a draw, but at the same time, I don't because I can't remember the last time a North London derby was a draw. 
It's just a question of which mm. way. I'm going to say 2-1 Arsenal, I think. Oh, good predictions there. I mean, you, you just don't know, is it? Isn't it? I mean, yeah, Tottenham, Tottenham do turn up for it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think oh, who who's out? Uh, Jesus is out with the with the knee injury that he picked up a while ago mm. for Brazil, which is a massive loss for Arsenal. But they have got Nketiah, who is on on form at the moment, and I think who would Tottenham are without was it Bentancur that picked up a yeah they were that I think Bentancur. Yeah, I, think, I don't know if I don't know about poor. Kulisevsky, but yeah, yeah I think I think he's doubtful at the moment, and mm. obviously you've got Richarlison out. He's been out for a while, I think. Exactly that. But, I mean, it's going to be a fascinating Premier League weekend. The Manchester derby and the North London derby on the same weekend. Will Tottenham and Manchester United get their revenge? Or will Manchester City and Arsenal complete the league doubles over Manchester United and Tottenham, respectively? Because it's weird, because... Tottenham's next who is it Tottenham? Yeah, Tottenham's next game's against Manchester City. Our next game's against Arsenal. After that. Well no, we've got Crystal Palace, but yeah, you know, after that it was it's meant to be Arsenal. But you just never know what's gonna happen. It's always unpredictable, the Premier League. But um, but yeah. The most unpredictable second division league in England, well, in the world probably, Skybet Championship. We better start with all the predictions to that because before the obviously the FA Cup weekend, Burnley were obviously leading the way with Sheffield United in second, with Blackburn, Watford, and Borough and Millwall in the playoffs, and also in the bottom three we said earlier Blackpool, Wigan. And Huddersfield. Uh, let's start with the Saturday game. It's, it's always boring when they put Rotherham on TV, but <laughs> Rotherham against Blackburn Rovers. What are your thoughts? Um, I'm not really too sure what to think that Rotherham can bring to the table. I mean, they're they're down, they're struggling at the moment. Obviously, Coventry have just signed one of their players that they had on Norton Cuffey. Um, mm. and I've heard a lot of good things about him. He's apparently. Uh, fast and good at getting forward and I think he created although only two assists he created a lot of their attacks down the right hand side they've got a fair few injuries as well a few key players like um, Ben Wiles and Tom Eaves their striker and midfielder um, are out and Blackburn are well, they're third aren't they I think yeah they, they are third in the league they're high, but, the, high the league but they're a team that just don't seem to pick a point they either win or they lose Mm. Um, their goal difference is, I think, I think they've scored as many as they've conceded. That's right. You've um, got that one spot on there. But I, I, I just can't see Rotherham holding on. I know they're at home, and I know when they're at home, their fans can get behind them. It seems, but I just think Blackburn are, are too strong for them to hold off. I reckon Blackburn will win one 0 I mean, I mean, Rotherham had a bit of an annoying summer anyway. They let chairman decided to let Michael Smith go for free to a rival to go across to Sheffield Wednesday. Ooh. Yeah. But, yeah, um, you know, that, that's never good when when someone leaves you for a rival. Uh, the feeling must be horrid for them, especially if you've been there a while. Yeah. 
I mean, Matt Taylor hasn't he hasn't really had an impact since Rotherham paid Dexter a compensation fee to obviously release him from his contract to go there. But I mean, I don't know about I don't know. I think Rod, you say Black Blackburn haven't drawn a game. <laughs> They've got no. an English record twenty six games now to draw. But I just I I don't see. I don't see Rotherham winning this game, to be fair. You never know, because it's the championship. Yeah, the most I mean, valuable second league in the world. It's more valuable than Scottish Premiership and, like, the Turkish Super League. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I just think Rotherham are going to... Rotherham are going to beat... Um, are gonna, sorry, they're going to lose to Blackburn. I was going to say, bold call coming if you think they're going to win. Nah, no chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no chance about that, honestly. I, I just, I can't see it. But um, we'll just have to see. But I, I, I overall, I think the game is going to be a two-one Blackburn win, probably. Rotherham, I think, will nick a goal. Yeah. I, I, I think yeah. we spent too much time on Rotherham there anyway. But anyway, let's move on to the next game because it involves your team. But we'll get we'll do that in a minute because Ethan's about to join. But before that, Sheffield United against Stoke City. Last time these two met, Stoke did beat Sheffield United at home. It was three one a three one win at the Bet365. What are your predictions for this one? Do you think the blades are too strong for Stoke? I think the Blades are on an incredibly good run. I mean, they're in they're in second. They're not too far away from Burnley. I mean, they're ahead of them for for a point of time. They've mm. got some really creative players in their side. And you were right. I, I, Stoke did win under um, Alex O'Neill. I think it is in charge. Alex O'Neill, <laughs> Alex from Sunderland. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, Stoke have had a, a rocky patch recently. They failed to beat Rotherham. Obviously, they failed to beat Burnley, who are in contention with Sheffield United. And I don't think Sheffield United have lost in their last five, if mm. I'm correct. I think they drew to QPR, and I think they've beaten everyone else. Fortunately, mm. that means my team as well. They scored um, a last-minute one against QPR. Yeah, they, they very nearly did, did lose that. I think it was... Oh, it's a centre half, the Irish one. They have two. It's not O'Connor, it's the other one. Egan, that's it. Mm. Um Yeah, no, but they, they do have a, a few injuries. I've seen O'Connell's out, Flex out, Brewster's obviously gone and that wing back the the Welsh one, I can never remember his name. It's yeah. Davies, I think that's it. He's that's out. It. I don't think Stoke have an injury at the minute. No. Their first team. But it's going to be close. Sorry, I think my brother every just, game can be very. Close. Sorry, my brother can be very annoying sometimes. But that's right. But yeah, um, I reckon the Blades will win. <laughs> what did the score be? I'm going to say two nil Sheffield United. Two nil Sheffield United. Fair enough. Uh, Ethan, hello. Uh, Ethan Oliver's joined back. Um, we'll talk about the Burnley Coventry game shortly, but. What do you think the score between Stoke and Sheffield United will be and obviously Rotherham Blackburn? Sheffield United and Stoke and Rotherham Blackburn. Right, I'll go with Rotherham Blackburn first. So, yeah. for that game, I reckon Blackburn's attack will be too much for Rotherham. Mm. Obviously, Rotherham being really shaky. They're bottom of the league, I think. Are they? No, Wigan. Sorry, they're bottom of the, the league. Yeah. Bottom, sorry. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, I reckon Blackburn will hammer them 3-0. Ben Burton, Diaz and Dak will be too much for them. And then okay, yeah. Sheffield United Stoke. Sheffield United are on a good run, to be fair. I hate them like, a lot. But <laughs> I've got to rate I've got to rate them as well, to be fair. But yeah, two one Sheffield United. Okay. Right, and well, you two will love this one. Come on, t- you two are both Coventry fans. Obviously, I'm the odd one out here, being a United and a sort of Brentford fan. But um, Burnley against Coventry, what, what are your thoughts on that one? <laughs> Sorry. Um, right, Burnley Coventry. Now, going into this, I'm not very optimistic at all. Like, especially after like Wrexham, like it's hard to be optimistic. But, but in two players, so we've got new right back, new left back. Yeah. Uh, but we've got a suspension in Panzo, so we've got like two fit senior centre backs left at the moment. Uh, obviously, O'Hare out. He was linked to Burnley in the summer and then was probably going to go there in January, to be fair. Um, I reckon it be a really tough one, but I reckon Burnley will win this 1-0. Oh, I mean, Burnley have won, I think, five or six games on the spin. 16 wins, eight draws, only two defeats, 26 matches. Obviously, that was the fi- their last one was back in November, that 5-2 loss to Burn- the, sorry, to Sheffield United. I was about to say they can't beat themselves, can they? But um, I, I mean, you know, Burnley under Vincent Company, you know, obviously they've got the parachute payments and stuff, but he's really <laughs> rebuilt that team, and it, it feels like it's been a quick fix for them. Honestly, it's just clicked into gear. You know, the first few weeks there are a few dropping points and, and stuff earlier in the season, but to, for the Clarets, it's just clicked into gear. As for Coventry, it's been a bit of a struggle after the World Cup break. Obviously, the defeat to Reading wasn't great. And then throwing throwing away the lead against Swansea and obviously losing to Sheffield United weren't great. I could either. go on and on about how bad it's been after the World Cup, but I won't. Yeah. Leave. Ethan always talks about it. <laughs> but it's interesting because one of the people that we play with um, actually supports Burnley. But obviously, I don't think he'll go to Turf more for the game. Yeah, well, I'm making the long jeopardy to go up there, so they better win. <laughs> yeah, but um, anyway, I think it'll be an interesting one, but sadly, not on Sky Sports, because Sky Sports thought showing a Rotherham game was better, because <laughs> they clearly show too much Burnley on Sky Sports anyway. It's probably not going to be much better than, than the Coventry game in, in that perspective. I mean, if you think Rotherham are going to lose, we're probably going to lose as well. Mm. I I just I've I've really lost after after watching how diabolical they were against Wrexham certainly for the first first half I've lost a lot of faith in in a lot of them I I used to love Dabo but I think since he's come back he's just he's too he's a liability he gets beaten too much he's lost his pace yeah he's he's he used to he used to be a fairly strong player as well I mean I saw a challenge was it. Was it Cardiff? Yeah, it was nil nil. I think, I think he made quite. He, he held two men off really well, but I just, I just don't know. I think he's finished. You know. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if Wilson's going to stay. I know he's been on a good run, but I've seen I things saying he's going to let his contract run out. I think it depends on how much King invests. Yeah, that's obviously just been confirmed. Yeah. That yeah. Is. 
Hoping he'll be good. Hopefully, yeah, better than Zisu. It's hard to not. <laughs> yeah, that's. Yeah. I could I could rant for hours about how bad they are. Same. Oh, I could rant for how bad the gla- for hours about how bad the Glazers are. <laughs> Nothing compared to Zisu. You actually got money, sure. <laughs> Well, mate, the club's literally cut menu. Literally got by a player at the minute. <laughs> but when, I think we should get new owners by the end of the season. They're saying so. Yeah. Yeah, I'd take Anthony any day, just not for eighty-five mil. No, <laughs> that, that was, that was bit, That was a bit too much. I can't lie. Never mind him. You bought Harry Maguire for five mil less. <laughs> so in fact, people say people say Maguire was bad, but I I think I made him. It's, yes, it's the price tag. I'll yeah. be honest though, the first two seasons he was actually good. He had a good start. Last season he where he started start. poorly performing, yeah. yeah. So overall, I think it was an amber signing. It definitely, to be fair, it was actually an okay signing. It wasn't the worst signing in the world. I think to bring him in wasn't a bad call, but I think that the, the fact, what, what, I think you initially offered 40 mil and Leicester said double it and you just agreed. Yeah. Did have Edward with them, though, to be fair. Leicester are good at doing that yeah. to clubs. They, do, they did it to Chelsea and Fofana. Do you ever see Fofana in the lineup? No. Well, he's injured. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway, enough about United, enough about Cov and Burnley and stuff. Uh, let's let's go on to the, the so-called biggest club in the EFL, Sunderland Football Club. Oh, Nathan, Hardwick, Nathan Hardwick will love me if I predict this game, but over to you two. What do you think Sunderland against Swansea will bring? Because Swansea will definitely have more of the ball. <clears throat> you seem confident in that area. I'm not I'm not too sure. I think Swansea are letting them... They seem to be letting a few go. I mean, Sunderland... A lot of teams in the Championship are injury-stricken, but it's part parcel when you have such a congestion of fixtures. But I, I think Alex O'Neill going was a massive blow for Sunderland, but they brought in the right man. Not just because he I used to manage us, but... Alex O'Neill. <laughs> is, oh, is, is that his name? Alex Neil. <laughs> I keep saying O'Neill. It's it's implanted in my head to say O'Neill. I think you think of Gary O'Neill sometimes. Probably. Yeah. No, but uh, he's he's done well. He's he's done well since coming in Mowbray. I mean, they Mowbray, beat, yeah. They beat Blackburn not too long ago. Um, One of your former managers as well. He was. Oh, no, it's a shame he left, but we got we got the king, so it's fine. <laughs> Uh, but I think Sunderland have conceded in, I think, every game in the last six, yes. which could be a worry. But I, I think I think they're too strong for Swansea at the moment. I think they'll win. I'm going to say 2-1. Right. I mean, obviously, we know Swansea have dominated the ball in each of the 26 games they've played so far. Even against Burnley and Sheffield United, they've dominated the ball. But... um. Again, I mean, it could be a 1-1 draw, but you never know. I'll have to see what David Pratton has to predict about that one. But on to the next game. I think it's Reading against QPR. What are your thoughts on that one? Um, Reading QPR. Now, I think they've both gone downhill a bit as well, mm. to be fair. like They're both not in great form but not horrific form. Exactly, yeah. But it's a, bit, it's a mid-table clash. Like They're both like the same points. Uh, Reading one point behind, behind one position behind them because of goal difference, obviously. I think, obviously, 
QPR lost their manager to Rangers. I think that's probably what's pushed them back a bit. Reading, I don't know, they're just falling off a bit. But I think nil-nil. Yeah, that does sound like a nil-nil game. I remember there was a time when Reading played QPR in the Premier League. It's only a decade ago, surprisingly. Adkins was the manager for Reading. Harry Redknapp was the QPR manager. Um, I think, yeah, I think both teams, it was a nil-nil draw that day. Both teams were relegated as a result. Uh, so, so it's like something had to give in that game. But um, on to the next one. It's against a team that, honestly, they've not really been doing well. A team that's got a new manager in David Wagner. That's, of course, Norwich City. They lost to this team early in the season. They lost by three goals to two at Carrow Road. It was against Preston North End. This weekend, they travelled to Deepdale. What are your thoughts on David Wagner's first championship game in charge of Norwich City? I think, obviously, he did do well with um, Huddersfield. But, like, I think that was just a bit of luck, to be honest. I don't think he's done well anywhere else he's been. I don't think he will do well anywhere else. I think it won't come off at Norwich. I think, yeah, he's... he's, As for the score, though, against... um, Who is it again? Preston. Preston. I think Preston will beat them 1-0. Yeah, I mean, they're they're doing all right. They just beat... They beat Stoke not too long ago. They did. Norwich have not won in their last five, I think. They haven't scored in their past two, certainly. It, uh, it's going to be close, though, because I'm, I'm pretty sure Preston are bottom for goals scored, but have the most clean sheets. Yeah, because they're conceded on average one a game. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to say nil-nil. Mm. That, to me, that just looks like a nil-nil sort of game. Yeah. Just like that Reading QPR one we mentioned. But on to the next one, because this game was also nil-nil when they played earlier in the season. Um, and it was between Luton and West Brom. What are your thoughts on that one? Um, I think, obviously, West Brom, they've got into form. Luton, they've had a decent season as well. Like West Brom started yeah. really bad. Like it's... Steve Bruce effect. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the team they had, it's just Steve Bruce is clueless. It's a, it's a good job he's retired now. But, like, yeah. um, I reckon... West Brom Luton, obviously Luton, tricky team. So West Brom, I can one all. Yeah, sorry, my brother again, creating the headlines. But Ed, uh, tell me your prediction. I don't, I don't know. I think yeah, they're into form. They have just drawn to uh, not in this field, Chesterfield. I reckon, I reckon it's going to be close because they're both. I mean, we're talking about Luton, that they? they've. In terms of where they're building, they're, they're both, I think they've got the exact same pattern in the last five. They've lost one, drawn one, and won three yeah. between them. I think Luton have certainly had a tough few games. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they faced QPR and Norwich, and they managed to take both of them. Um, but I think, in my mind, it all depends if Thomas Asante plays. I think yes. for West Brom, he makes a real difference. I mean, he's come. He came from Salford, I think. He yeah, did, Salford. yeah. 
he's he's scored some. I mean, that bicycle kick was was mad. He's he scored some good goals and he's just he's consistent. Especially seeing play play against Kov. They weren't great against us, but he was the one player that caused us issues. Yeah, he was. I mean, if he's himself. starting, yeah. I reckon West Brom will probably find the difference. What were you going to say, Ethan? What was I going to say? I was just saying his quality against us. Mm. I reckon one 0 West Brom. Yeah, I mean, I saw obviously, obviously, I think I told you both of this, but I saw Thomas Asante. I saw him um, on the train back to rugby. Hmm. Yeah. That was honestly, that was honestly really good. I absolutely loved it. Uh, he was absolutely brilliant. He was with his parents. Um, oh no, he was just, he was just a brilliant all-round guy. Guy, and he, I asked him, Do you want, "Can I have a photo with you?" And he said, "Yeah, sure." He, he was just an absolute brilliant guy. You know, sometimes you think of celebrities and players and stuff, and you just think sometimes they can be a bit arrogant. But no, nah, he was brilliant. You know, I've met a few myself. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've even met the boxer Dillian White. <laughs> you know. So, yeah, but enough about me and boxers. On to the next game. It's a game between Bristol City and Birmingham. They're about 100 and something miles apart. It's just a trip down the M5 for the Blue Noses. What do you think this score's going to be? Um, Obviously, Bristol-Birmingham. Right? I think both teams are starting to fall off a bit from the start of the season. Yeah. They both had a really good start, um, but yeah, I think whatever for whatever reason it's come crashing down for both. Um, I think for Bristol City, I think as they stopped the goals going in, the goals for themselves dried up. Then with Birmingham, I think it's just, I can't really tell what it's been, but I think it might have been lack of depth. I reckon, but mm. yeah, um, I reckon that one, no, no. It's not got any goals in it. Yeah, I mean, Birmingham will will make the two-hour trip down, obviously, to Bristol City. Not not really a long trip, really. But um, on to Middlesbrough against Millwall. What do you think that score's going to be? That's a tough one. That is a tough one. um, Millwall are notoriously quite a, a harsh team to play against. Especially yeah. when they go to your ground and their aim is to sort of just go in, get the ball, but they'll get you as well. I mean, <laughs> I think... that's, that's called Brexit football. That's why the podcast <laughs> is made. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm I'm not too sure what to expect, if if I'm being completely honest. I mean, I think that obviously Middlesbrough have the top goal scorer in the Championship now, taking over Vic, that's Akpon. And I think yeah. they have another former cop player, Ryan Giles, leading... Is it assists? assists? Yeah. It's going to be one of those games. It's it's just a Brexit side. They are going to go out and try and injure you. But mm, I think think they've won against each other at equal times in previous games. I'll I'll get the thing. Yeah, I saw it. Eight, Eight wins each against each other and six draws held between them. Yeah. I think it's going to be going to be one of those games that is just it's screaming nil nil to me at the minute I, I, i'm mm. going to say nil nil i think it could be one one but ethan what did you say the score's going to be i think obviously middlesbrough they've dragged in a quality player in archer like they've already got akpom they've got some attacking talent there i think they're going to score goals uh but I just said I don't think they will in this one, but they will in future games. Because obviously Millwall are a very defensive astute team. 
Um, yeah, no, no. Again, mm. no, no. <laughs> that's that's going to be an interesting, an interesting prediction there for you going nil nil. But if we go on to the next match, uh, it's another team that lost um, back in. I don't know when this round of fixtures was, but. Um, it was Watford against Blackpool. Blackpool beat Watford earlier in the season. What do you think this score's going to be? Um, so, obviously, Blackpool versus Watford. It's it was it was the start of the season. It was a bit of a surprise result, uh, but that was down at Bloomfield. Is it Bloomfield Road? I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Um, but now they're going to obviously they're going to Watford. Like, it's a higher place to go. And, like, I think Watford will be too much for them. I think they will destroy them, I reckon. Like, obviously, they've got the new talent on the wings, like Bowler and Rodgers. But I don't think the defence is good enough. Like, I think it will be 3-1 Watford. Like, Saar, Pedro and Semmer will just ruin them. Well, Jean Pedro's injured. Is he? Yeah. He is. Like that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, now you're right in what you're saying there. I mean, it could be it could be an interesting game there. But I just think Watford will have the quality over Michael Upton's side. You know, Michael Upton hasn't managed in the championship for a while. But, um, I mean, you just never know what exactly could happen. But, um, Ed, what are your thoughts on this game? I'm going to go for one that might surprise you. I, I, I think Blackpool are going to win. And I... I think coming off the game against Forest, that's the boost they needed. They played some really good stuff. And I think Watford's injuries is going to be potentially the downfall for them. I mean, like, like you said, they're without João Pedro. I think they're without Loser and and um, Courtney Halls at, at centre-back as well. So they've, they've, mm. lost, they've lost lots of positions of, of key players for them. Mind you saying that, Blackpool have quite a few players out themselves. But I think mm. I think the boost off the Forest game is what's going to edge them. I don't think it will be a massive win. Mm. I think it will be very tightly held. I think it will be end-to-end, but I can only see a goal in it. And I reckon Blackpool are going to have it. Yeah. Just like the way when you beat Watford, the, uh, the Vic, back in November. So, you know, I, I it's always called Vicarage Road for a reason. Mm. Did you go to that game? Uh, no, I didn't this time round. But I did go last season. Uh, um, no, not last season. A few seasons ago, it was in the cup. Yeah, because I was about to say 2020-21 didn't have any fans. <laughs> if you're referring to that one, <laughs> but um, on to another game. It's a crucial game now. Two crucial games at the bottom. Cardiff against Wigan first. Uh, what are your thoughts on that one? Um, so, Wigan are the bottom of the table team, aren't they? So they are. They're going to be fighting for their lives, but I don't. I, I don't see where they're going to pick up points. To be honest, like mm. they don't look very good at all. Like I look at them when I saw them play at uh, CBS, they weren't. They weren't good. Like. That to me they look like relegation fodder, like, and I think they will finish bottom of the league. Uh, that said though, Cardiff don't score many goals. Like, mm. I think they're the lowest scoring team in the league, but then they don't concede many either. And then against a not very threatening team like Wigan, who also ship like loads of goals, so I think conceded the most. So it's like, yeah, it's 
I think Cardiff will score goals this game. I think 2-0. Oh, interesting. Good call. Um, an interesting call. I mean, the one... The, I don't think Wigan... I, I, I don't think they have enough. I agree. I mean, there was there was two players that impressed me when they came to our place. One of them's gone uh, to Ipswich a few days ago, Broadhead. And, and the other one's... Um, oh, Michael Keane's brother. I forget his first name. Keane. Will. Will Keane. There you go, Will Keane, there you go. He, he's got a fair few goals for them, I think. Yeah, mm. nine. He's a top scorer. Yeah, uh, but looking at their past five, there's three 4-1 defeats in there. Two of them are at home. Uh, mm. Fair enough, two of them were Middlesbrough and Sunderland, but mm. I, I just don't... I don't think they've got the defence to hold on. I think that's their biggest issue. They're too leaky at the back. Yeah. And although Cardiff have come off a good game, Against Leeds, obviously scoring a few. They they've not scored that many in the in the past few, but I, I do think they're going to score a few this time. I'm going to say three nil. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's there are some Wigan fans that think that sacking Liam Richardson was wrong because honestly, after all that club went through in the 2019-20 season, after obviously the pandemic and stuff, and obviously going into administration, it was difficult for them, and he was. He was there when it all happened. He was the assistant, but then obviously went on to be the main manager. I also but, think they brought in the wrong replacement. I don't think Kano Torre was the right man. Yeah, he should have gone out and got someone who's... Experienced. Yeah, that's it. Like, I think... Who's He's available out there? They can't afford Sean Dyche. I can't remember. There's, there's someone like who, who was available out there. I can't remember who it is now, but he would have been a perfect fit for him. What was it like a league one manager? Probably championship um, experience. Yeah, it was. It's hard to think. I, I mean, think if if Neil Critchley hadn't got the QPR job, he could have gone there. I think it was him. Yeah. 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 Former Blackpool. Critchley. Critchley. Yeah. yeah. He's a good manager. He is. Yeah, but um, on on to the next game now because it's Hull City against Huddersfield. Hull City, um, obviously they lost to Fulham in the FA Cup, and Hull City, Hull, Hull before that, I think. Yeah, they did thrash Wigan 4-1. Hull City sits, I think, in like 20th in the league. No, they sit 16th, 16th, sorry. Yeah. I'm beating in five matches, winning the last two, drawing the previous three. Um, and Huddersfield, 23rd in the table. They've won two of the last three, but they've lost, they lost their last game in the championship. What are your thoughts for this one? Because it's a crucial game at the bottom. It's a very, very crucial game. But... I'm looking at like historically, mm. and in the last six, seven games, Hull have beat them one time, mm. and they've drew one time. The rest have all been Huddersfield wins, and in in the match games, Hull have scored only three goals. Mm. Obviously, yeah. like it, it will, it will. Different things can happen every now and then. Like it doesn't stay like history. Um, and then obviously look at the table, Hull are. Seven places above Huddersfield, and they do have a very prolific striker, Estepinian. Yeah, but yeah. and they do have a good centre back in Greaves. I don't see much in the rest of the team. And then obviously Huddersfield, they do have some good players. I think their manager has started to like get it working, get mm. the wheels turning. I don't think they're quite yet 
into gear yet, but I think this one will be a two two draw. Oh. Yeah, I, I can I can see a draw. Mm. I think it all depends on how Huddersfield go out for the game. I think if Huddersfield go out and score an early goal, it could really upset Hull because they've I don't think they've won at home. Oh, a poor home eight nine point. matches. Yeah, could easily it, be yeah. up there. And uh, like like I said, I think if if Huddersfield score an early goal, I reckon they could nick it. But if not, and Hull manage to be structured and keep their defence and don't give away any sloppy fouls in the box because, again, I think they've conceded the most penalties. I think they're joint with someone else. Um, then I reckon they could potentially go ahead and nick a, nick a goal, but I don't think there's going to be much in it. It will be a goal either way, dependent on how it sets out, but I'll say 1-0 Hull. All right. prediction there. You know, I mean... It's set up to be a brilliant week 27 of the Skybet Championship. It's just weird though. Like, I was talking about it the other day. Well, I was talking about it to Ethan earlier about imagine if you put maybe some of these Scottish Premiership sides in the Championship, they'd probably be at the bottom, except maybe, I think, obviously, Rangers and Celtic. I think all of them, other than Rangers, Celtic, maybe Hearts, would be relegated. I think yeah, Celtic, I think Celtic Rangers would probably be mid-table teams at mid-table teams at best because the Premier League clubs, if they see that their players can do it in the Championship, come mm-hmm. January they'll swoop in and like yeah. they'll they get more money. I out think there's it. there's only two or three from each side that I reckon could play in the Premier League, and Jovanovic mm-hmm. is a good if it yeah because I know obviously this isn't about Scottish football. Oh, sorry about this <laughs> Scottish accent, but um. That's what our coach, our coach is Scottish, by the way. <laughs> but um, you know, like I mean, there are some players that have been successful in Scotland and moved to the Premier League. You look at Van Dyke. You look at um, then you've got obviously like, Rebo, Eduard as well. Eduard, yeah. I forgot. I, He's I forgot he existed. Yeah, yeah. Well, obviously Swansea have one of the former Celtic players, uh, Olivier and Cham as well. He's a good player. He looks good. He's always been a good one to me, I think. But yeah, I mean, that's the thing, you know. I think Scottish Premiership is three is worth three times less than the Championship. Yeah, yeah. But you've got Rangers. I think I was, I think I was talking to this with you the other day. Mm. Like I think they've got. It's just it's Rangers and Celtic, and then you've no. got the rest. You've got Hearts and Aberdeen that are. The other two all right sides, and you you could make a contention for Hibs as well, but Hibs are they're, they're Hibs just did not, beat Motherwell, yeah. They're not enough. They're mm. they're League One, League Two sides, and then you've got Rangers and Celtic that could be mid-table Championship at best. Yeah, I mean, I think they're definitely better than Bournemouth. <laughs> well, they've got but... they're certainly more structured fan base. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean. We better move on to League One, League Two, because obviously the, the League Cup games are going on. But um, we better move on to League One next, because we have to start with a game at the top of the Skybet League One table, and that's obviously a game that ended one nil last season. A game that was crucial, I think, back in October. I think it was Ipswich Town against Plymouth Argyle. Who comes out on top at Portman Road? Um. 
quickly get the game up. <laughs> right. Obviously, there's still time for teams to come by the players and stuff. Like, there's some good players on like the team. Obviously, Plymouth had Whitaker recalled. Uh, Ipswich signed Broadhead. Signed, yeah. They're looking to sign like some good players. Like somehow they're looking at Jamal Lowe on loan. Like God knows, it have uh, there's a multitude of championship clubs linked with them. Yeah, like even I think Carver linked with them as well. Yeah, yeah, we um, were. Mm. Yeah, I think it'd be a very, very good game. I reckon there'll be loads of goals in it. Mm. I reckon four three to Ipswich. Cracker. Ooh. Ed, what are your thoughts? Um. I mean, I, I can see them being loads of goals because Ipswich are top in terms of goals scored per game. I think it's just under two. But mind you saying that Plymouth are unbeaten in five away games. So it's it's very sort of in the mix. I reckon it will be high scoring, but I'm not going to go 4-3. I'm going to go 3-2. Mm. But I'm going to go 3-2 to Plymouth. Oh, because I mean, last time Plymouth played Ipswich, um, oh, and again, we were at a football match whilst this was going on. I, I managed to watch the first bit of it before, we, obviously, we left. But Plymouth were 1-0 down against Ipswich. They obviously came back to win it 2-1. But, you know, Ipswich, you know, they've, they're they doing all right, to be fair. They've drawn the last two. Connor Chaplin's but, on yeah. form. Yeah, he is on form. And isn't Dan Morsey as well? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, Ipswich are the top scorers, only by, like, one goal to Plymouth. You know, if you think of it, Plymouth, Sheffield Wednesday and Ipswich have all scored 45 goals at least. Sheffield Wednesday, 45. Ipswich, 46. Sorry, Plymouth, 46. And Ipswich just scored 47. But um, oh, it, it's going to be a very tight game. I think it's going to be a 2-2 draw. It, it, it could be entertaining. Yeah. But it's whoever turns up on the day, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be a big clash in terms of where the League One race is going because Ethan said he thinks even though Sheffield Wednesday are five points behind Plymouth he still thinks Sheffield Wednesday might go and win that League One title Yeah, I think Plymouth will fall off to be fair I think this could be the turning point I think if Ipswich do beat them Mm. I think this is where it starts to go downhill and their players start to think oh maybe I might have to might have to jump ship now go join another club who's like either pretty much is already in the championship or got aspirations of it. Mm. You think of it though, like the playoffs, right? Plymouth are 16, well, Plymouth are 16 points behind where Derby County are in fourth. So where yeah. Derby are in fourth, they're 16 points behind. Sorry, they're 16 points ahead of Derby. Yeah. I don't, I can't see them throwing that away unless they had... I don't see them 16 points away, no. Yeah, they can't throw that away. But, um, Plymouth are seven points clear of Ipswich. They could, ex- with victory, they could extend that to 10 if they win at Portman Road, should they? But it could be a very interesting match because Plymouth have not been in the Championship since 2010 and they obviously had a double relegation, ended up in League Two about a, a year later. But moving on to the next game, we're going to go to MK Dons against Lincoln. What are your thoughts on that one? Yeah, um, two interesting sides. I think MK Dons, I think they had a pretty good year last season. And then now, obviously, second bottom is not great. 
mind you, Lincoln are just what I would call a standard League One side. They're a side that you look at and you think they're all right. They're not, in my mind, bad enough to go down, but they're equally not good enough to go up. And I think that shows it. And I think is it the most draws in League One? Joint most draws draws in, in the league on I think ten or eleven. I think that's like that. Um, uh, I mean, you are at Stadium MK. It's a ground that is way too big for MK Dons, but that's not necessarily. <laughs> I've been their, there. Into been their there hands. Yeah. I mean, last time, last time Cov went in like 2018, there was more there was more Cov fans there than there was. I think we had eight thousand. I think it was probably. Took a... Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, might, might been, yeah, because you weren't jumping. Yeah, I, I just it screams draw. <laughs> a lot, a lot of League One games at the minute to me are like I feel like they're especially when it's a mid-table side. It just it just screams draw to me. I'm gonna say one-one. Oh, that's that's an interesting one. I like how you've gone for that. Um, but you, you just never know, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's always been a lot the way predictable. Yeah, that's just always been the, the way the championship works, to be fair. But if we move on to the next game, let's have a look. Um, Exeter City Forest Green. What, what, are you, what are your thoughts? Um, obviously, Forest Green, rock bottom of the league. Exeter. Yeah. Mid table, like both teams taken to the league differently. Obviously, mm. like I think, obviously, if Exeter didn't lose their manager like Forest Green did. But I think, well, Forest Green did lose their manager. He went to Watford and then was yeah, sacked. Forest Green lost Exeter, didn't? Yeah. Um, I think it's a tough game to call though. Like even considering like the massive difference between league position, it's still like I think. Could go either way. I reckon Exeter might might edge it, but I'm gonna go with a one-one draw. Oh, that's gonna be a good one. They've got a very creative player in midfield. Um, Number his name yeah. is. Oh, oh, Brown. Yeah, yeah. He's what's it? Oh, what, ten goals, ten assists, got, something like that. I think it's nine yeah. and nine. Yeah, he's he's been a real stride for them this yeah. season. He's definitely one I'd take at Carve. Yeah, I mean, I'd try and sign him if we could, especially with our hair out. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Um, let's have a look. Let's have a look at another really key game in like the promotion race, um, and and then we'll go. Obviously, we'll breeze through the rest after that. Um, Wickham against Sheffield Wednesday. Now that could be an interesting one, couldn't it? Because Wickham seventh place in the league, Sheffield Wednesday obviously in second. Could be a banana skin for the Wednesday, couldn't it? It could be. It could be. Um, obviously, Sheffield Wednesday coming off the back of a big win against Newcastle, like that must like increase their confidence a lot. But then, in that Wickham side, you have players like Mametti. Yes. Like, yes. He is a quality player. Like. I'm surprised he's not like at the championship level, but then like obviously Sheffield Wednesday they've got they've also got like quality players like they've got Windass, Iorfa, like they've got more Barry as well. Like, always consistent. Yeah, Barry Bannon. Yeah, he's he's older now, but like he's still consistent. Yeah. Um, it's amazing he's remained at the club through all those difficult times. Yeah, I've seen it all. Gave. Yeah, but to be fair, I can't see this going any other way than to Sheffield Wednesday. 
Like, mm. I think... 2-1. Two, 2-1 one. Two, one Sheffield Wednesday. Sensible prediction there. Ed, what are your thoughts? I mean, I'm, I'm sort of tied because Wickham have been on good form in the league, you know, three wins out of the past five, but Sheffield Wednesday are that bit better. Obviously, just beat Newcastle. They hammered Cambridge before. 5-0, I think that was. And you yeah. had the Windass hat-trick. And that that was just a great game for him. I think Sheffield Sheffield Wednesday are too strong. I think Darren Moore this season has done done an incredible job. And they've got a very experienced keeper at this level with David Stockdale, of course, who I do believe played for Wickham last year. He did. He did. He did. I say that. So he's going back to a ground that he'll know well. Uh, I'm going to mm. say 2-1 Sheffield Wednesday. Mm. Oh, I mean, when, when, we went to, when I went to the Wickham game a few weeks ago in the game against Warsaw in the FA Cup first round, it's quite far when you go down to Wickham's ground because it's not like it's near like the town centre. It's sort of like... Yeah, it's, it's sort of like near a bit yeah. nearer to the M4. I remember going there yeah. in December. It was cold. Connor Chaplin scored a penalty, though. <laughs> yeah, but when, when we went a couple of months ago, when I went on my own, it was raining as hell, like hell. Ooh. That ain't worth it, though. You got me off the squad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got to. Yeah, I mean, I got to meet McCleary. Obviously, I think he was Ainsworth rested rested him. Uh, I got. I met Gareth Ainsworth as well. Yeah. Uh, he was he was brilliant. Legend you know. of that club. Oh yeah, he's a legend at that club. You know, speaking to some of the Wickham fans, they were saying Wickham aren't really going to do it. You know, I was speaking to some of them, they were like, "These lot, I don't think will get the chance again." But um, I, I just said to him, "You just never know. You just, you just need to hope for the best." Really, I think you could still get into the playoffs, but League One's looking ever strong as usual. There's not like a dominant team in it this time, apart from obviously Plymouth and the top three, really. But yeah. Anyway, we let's let's now breeze through the other matches, starting with a game against between Bolton Wanderers and Portsmouth. Um Bolton Portsmouth, I think we'll go with a two all draw. Ed, what are your thoughts? Um, yeah, I, I think Portsmouth have dropped off a lot this season um, since Kenny Jackett left. And I don't know, the, I don't know the new bloke's name, but thirteenth is is. I mean, you look at Pompey and you think they're, they're normally a team pushing the playoffs. I'm going to say one all draw. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Pompey always seem to drop off for some reason. They do, they do. Yeah. It always happens every season. It, it, even under Kenny Jacket, it was happening as it's well. Just, they're, not, they're not consistent enough. They're not there yet. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Portsmouth have been outside. Have to be fair. Mm. Mm. Portsmouth have been outside, I think, the championship for a while. So, yeah. A while, yeah. Yeah. I think since you were, well, when you were there in 2012, that was, that was the last time Portsmouth were there. Yeah, I think it was. I think it's Why? we both left at the same time. Mm. Mm. But um, anyway. I mean, let's go on to the next one. Cambridge against Morecambe. And Morecambe have got a striker in Cole Stockton, who's really been hitting form recently. Talk about it. What are your yeah. thoughts on that one? Um, I mean, it's it's a lower lower table clash, really. I mean, I think they're on the same points, but goal difference separates them. Uh, Cole Stockton had a 
electric start to the season for Morgan, really, from what I remember. I think watching the um, ITV4 highlight roundup thing, every game that had Morgan on, he, he was grabbing a goal. But I, I don't think he... I say every game. I think that was mainly more last year before it changed. Yeah. But I still think he could. He, he has the potential to score. It's going to be close, but I don't know how close. I'm going to say 1-0 Morecambe. Or, I mean, Cambridge are a bit inconsistent. They've been in League One a bit now. But you just... Uh, it's just always interesting with these sort of lower leagues because Cambridge United are down in 20th. Morecambe are obviously in the place above. So, yeah, you are right. I think the draw is fair enough for that game. Uh, here's another game. Burton-upon-Trent. But Burton-upon-Trent. Well, that's where they're based. <laughs> but, yeah, Burton now being against Shrewsbury. What are your thoughts on that one? A bit of a Midlands derby. Mm-hmm. Staffordshire for Shropshire there. Burton versus the Coffee team. Um, <laughs> I reckon... 1-0 Shrewsbury. Yeah, oh, Shrewsbury have found it difficult. Ed, what do you think? Um, I mean, both teams have been struggling, I, I think. Burton have come off a heavy loss to Morecambe, but I, I don't think Shrewsbury have won a lot in their in the past five. I think they've picked one win. That uh, was against Bolton, which is still which is still a high-up t- uh, high, high team, so they have the potential to win. But I think Burton will come out on top. I'm going to say 2-1. I know they're lower down, but I just have a feeling... <laughs> Mm. Let's look at another one now. Um, Accrington against Bristol Rovers. What are your thoughts on that one? Mm, the old Coffey team against Accrington. Um, <laughs> You're going to refer everything to Coff for the rest of this episode. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> I reckon Bristol Rovers obviously doing well this season. Accrington not so well. Yeah. I think, although I reckon Accrington might actually upset a bit here. And cheeky one nil smash and grab. Oh, could be. I think Bristol Rovers will win. I think they're going to win two or three now. I mean, they've got that. They've got the highest score in the competition. I think. Yeah, Collins. Uh, that's his name. Yeah, yeah. Imagine that Bristol Rovers get into the playoffs. Imagine if Bristol Rovers get the chance to go to the championship. They need to change their ground, man. <laughs> yeah. Imagine, imagine the Bristol Derby in the Championship next season. They, they, that that would probably be one of the most entertaining games in the Championship. It, it would be. I would take away Cough Birmingham. Boring old Bristol yeah. City. Cough Birmingham. Boring old Bristol City up against Bristol Rovers. Oh, Joey Barton. He'll be angry on that touchline, won't he? <laughs> oh, he will. <laughs> All right. Uh, on to the next one then. Um, Fleetwood against against Oxford. Now Oxford played quite well against Arsenal. They did, they did. But I think I don't think they will win. I think it might be a bit of a hangover for them after they did they did play well. They didn't win, but mm. still. But I don't think Fleetwood will win either. Mm. I think they'll both pick up a point. It'll be a bit of a boring game, nil nil. Mm. I mean Scott yeah. Brown's done all right at Fleetwood. I mean Fleetwood just like Lincoln again. They've drawn a lot of games. You know, Fleetwood have drawn 11 games as well. So basically, it's identical form between them and obviously Lincoln. But um, you just never know, really. Again, um, 
Charlton Athletic against Barnsley. Now, Charlton are obviously going to play United whilst this episode's... Well, after this episode's released. But um, what are your thoughts on Charlton against Barnsley? Because Charlton have won the last two matches. Oh, sorry. Um, it's, it's fine. Um, tough one to call, I think. It's going to be... It's going to be a good game. I think neither side will be clinical in this game. I think they'll both scuffer a couple of good chances. But I think it'll, it'll come down to which team wants it the most. Yeah. And I think it can go 2-1 either way. But I think I'm going to go with Barnsley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I think they have the better team. I think they're six places higher. Um. Land Charlton, I mean, but Barnsley have lost 3 0 in their past two league meetings. I mean, yeah. they lost 3 0 to Derby, they're atrocious that game. And then yeah. at home to Bolton, well, I don't know what happened there. Some of their defending was awful, you know, the, the, the back pass to the keeper. That was not, that was Similar not side. Um, but I, I reckon, I reckon Charlton will win, but I don't reckon I'm going to say 1 0. All right, okay, that's that's, that's going to be an interesting game there. Charlton are starting to move up the table after their early season struggles. Two more games in League One and then on to League Two, where we're going to breeze through now. Um, Charlton against Derby. What what are your thoughts on that one? Um, obviously, Derby fourth in the league. Charlton eighteenth. Derby come down. Cheltenham, I believe, came up last season. Was it um, season four? They were in the league one last season. They came okay, up. So it'd be a season yeah. before then. Yeah. So, obviously, both teams relatively new to the league. Um, obviously, Cheltenham low down, Derby high up. I can see this only going to Derby. Uh, 3-1. Okay. We'll go with um, is it James Collins' hat-trick. Coughlin. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> God knows. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think just too strong for Cheltenham. I mean, you know, Cheltenham have that player that um, has looked exciting over the past few seasons. I think his name's Alfie May. Oh, don't, yeah. don't quote me on it. He, he's looked, he's scored he's that looked, many this season, though. I don't really think he's been on it, but he has looked decent, at yeah. least from what I've seen in them. All the, admittedly that. Is not very high at all, um, but I think I, I do just think Derby are too strong. I mean, they, they've they've played some good matches recently, and they'll win three or four nil. Mm, right, uh, on to the final game. It's the game on Monday, uh, Port Vale against Peterborough. What are your thoughts on that one? Um, Port Vale against Peterborough. They're right next to each other in the league. I think the one thing that separates them is. Johnson Clark Harris. He'll be the difference maker in this game, I reckon, 2 1, Peterborough. And Darren Ferguson, once again, has come back to the club. <laughs> yeah, fourth time. Fourth time, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it's like Darren, Darren McCantley, the chairman. It's like, it's like they can't, he can't get away from him. Yeah. Try it's and like find somebody who doesn't work, resort back to what works yeah. until it doesn't. Yeah, exactly. That always I bet, seems I bet, to happen. 
I bet, yeah, the, their next appointment will be Grant McCann. Probably. <laughs> Won't be surprised. Want back. Hmm. Uh, I think uh, Grant uh, McCann will have a quick return to management because the Portsmouth job is vacant. It is. Can, I bet he could get that. It's possible now. Potentially, yeah. I, I don't see him working at Portsmouth, though. But, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's go on to the final topic of this one and a half hour podcast. I think it has been more. We'll try and shorten it down next week, that's for sure. But it was obviously the launch week. So please let us off, Spotify viewers, and wherever else you're viewing. Um, obviously, Bradford against Rochdale's playing now. So we'll talk about that later on down the line. But Orient against Barrow. Let's do some quick fire predictions. Let's start with Orient Barrow. Thoughts? Um, I reckon two one Orient. Okay, Ed, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, one? Ooh, Orient Barry. Three nil. I'm saying three nil. Yeah. Oh, I'm being called for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to. Le- I think you're going to leave us because we're almost done anyway. I think. I think so. But um. Anyway, Salford City against Sutton United. What are you thinking? Um, Salford Sutton. Three two Sutton. Oh, I mean Salford did beat Northampton. I'm not bad about that. What? I, oh, I almost thought you were going to leave for a second. We're almost done. <laughs> uh, what are your thoughts on Salford against Sutton United? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Throw me in the deep here. I know Salford are in the playoffs at the mid table. Uh, I think Thomas Asante leaving was big for them, but I still think they've coped well. They've beat Northampton. Yeah, who are third, I believe. They are. I'm going to say 2 1 Salford. Okay. Uh, let's do some more quick fire predictions. Big battle at the bottom here. Gillingham, Hartlepool. Um, I reckon 0 0. Yeah, Will Gurr, I hope Will Gurr is watching till the end. What do you think, Ed? I'm going to say 1-0 to the Jills. All right, that'll be interesting because they did play well against Leicester. Okay, on to the next match, which is Rochdale against Colchester. Again, another crucial battle at the bottom. Um, I reckon 1-0 Rochdale. Ooh, lucky that. That could be interesting. I can see that, but at the same time, I think Colchester, uh, just a bit a stronger side. I think Rochdale concede far too many, um, mm. so I'm going to say two 0 Colchester. Yeah, Rochdale do have a bit of a a bit of a leaky defence. It seems. Um, going on to the next one now. Mansfield bottled a two 0 lead against Barrow, but they're playing against Crew next, looking for a win. What do you think the score is going to be there? Um. Two new Mansfield. Yeah, Mansfield, I think, should get back to winning ways. Ed? I'm going to go for a bit of a shot. I don't know why. I'm going to say uh, three all draw. I, I just feel Ooh. high scoring. Entertaining. I, I have no idea as to why. <laughs> well, you never know who could turn up on Sometimes you get that feeling from games. Mm, yeah. Mm. I think it's mainly the penalties. I, I swear Mansfield have won a lot of penalties this season. Yeah. They have. Um, on to the next one. Stockport against Northampton. Um, 
3 0 Northampton. Yeah. 1 0 Northampton. Could be a tough one. I think Edgeley Park is a tough place to go to. I mean, you, you, I think Stockport really got behind their fans, certainly past two seasons. Yeah, I mean, Northampton, I think they're the top scorers in the league, aren't they? So They are quite high, admittedly, yeah. but in terms of goal difference, I don't think Stockport are too far behind them. Uh, mm. Yeah, they don't concede many Stockport. Nope. Yeah, and on to the next game now. Carlisle are in the playoffs. They're up against Newport on Saturday. What are your thoughts on that one? Um, I think 2 all. Right, Ed? Um, I can see a draw. I think Newport have drawn every game at the past five. They, they might have lost to Doncaster out of my mind. Um, nil nil. Right. Okay. On, on to the next game, which goodness me, I, 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 was I looking at the right games? <laughs> I don't know what's I don't know what's happened to the thing, but oh well. Um, Tranmere against Walsall. What are your thoughts on that one? Um, tough one to call. Nasty. Gonna go with a one all. One all. Ed, what do you think? I really. It's tough because I think Tranmere have started to sort of settle into a play style past few. Um, but mm. Walsall have won quite a few. I think there's a, there's a lot of two ones uh, they've had this season. So I'm going to go two one again to Walsall. Oh yeah, Walsall really hitting form for the last five games of been wins, one defeat. So Walsall have been hitting form at the right time indeed. Um, AFC Wimbledon against Mark Hughes's Bradford. What do you think? What are your thoughts? Um, I think maybe one nil Bradford. Oh, could be an interesting one there. Yeah, um, I think I think again it's a similar situation as a case of Bradford are the stronger side, but they have been leaky at times this season. I think certainly at the start, I, I thought Mark Hughes was going to get the sack. To be honest, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't think he had he had an ideal start to life there, but. Wimbledon, I mean, especially at home, uh, I just there's something about them. They they play, they play a different style of football. It seems it seems like they go away and they're they're trying to hold, but when they're at home, they're always on the attacking edge. So I'm going to go for a one 0 win to Wimbledon. No, that could be interesting, um, as both teams look to cement their places in the playoffs. Um, on to the next game, Swindon against Grimsby. What are your thoughts? Um, in game, neither score much. No, no. Right, Ed. Yeah. Um. Um. Uh, I agree with that. Neither score much. I just feel like. I just feel like Swindon always beat Grimsby when they play each other. So I'm going to go one nil Swindon. Mm. I mean, Swindon, there have been reports that Scott Lindsay wants to leave the club uh, mm. that have emerged, but fans like that, to be fair, fans are happy about that. Yeah, so, he's, um, he's not been great though, has he? I mean, mm. I, I get that they're eighth, but 
they are a fairly reputable side. Yeah. It wasn't too long that they were consistent in League One. Yeah, it wasn't longer that they were potentially challenging playoffs League One. Yeah, yeah, mm. I think take it back maybe 2016. Yeah, they're mm. up there with uh, with us in that 15-16 season, I think. Yeah, oh, what season that was. That team as well, how is that not that League One? Oh no, yeah, I mean... Adam Armstrong, Joe oh. Cole, John Fleck. The list goes on. Yeah, like Ryan Kent for half season as well. Yeah. Mm. Quality team. Big Reader Johnson as well. At the back. If he wasn't injury prone, he'd have been like <laughs> top championship. Could easily. Yeah, because he finished eighth in that season, it says. Yeah, he did. Tony Mowbray in charge there as well, I think. Yeah. He always has his post Christmas dip. He hasn't had it at Sunderland because he came in around that time, I think. Mm. It was funny because basically, uh, um, Ed's showed me one of his old Coventry kits and I I, I specifically <laughs> identified and I just thought is that the 2015-16 kit? It's got <laughs> Connick, it's mate. Really to call it the Tesco bag kit. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it, I don't know why I like the red away kit that season so much but that, I just did it's just plain. Mm. Plain yeah. and simple. I think it's the colour for me. Yeah yeah. I quite I, I liked how they changed sponsors because you don't really see that on many shirts these days, it's normally the same sponsor. Yeah. Mm. But the change-up was nice. It was, it was. Of course. Of course. But, um, two more games. Uh, Corley Town against Doncaster Rovers. What are your thoughts on that one? Um, just trying to locate where Crawley are in the league. Oh, 21st. Right, okay. Hmm... Doncaster have a bit of a weak defence, it seems. Uh, see a few goals. Yeah. Crawley, even leakier. They score less goals. I think uh, Crawley are low down. Corey Adair is in goal for them. That's a good point, actually. <laughs> uh, I reckon, could be worse. Could be Charles Cook. Oh, dear. I reckon Ooh. 1-0 Doncaster, I'm going to go. Or, uh, yeah, that's fair. I, I, I'm going to say one to Donny as well. I reckon. Mm. I mean, they, they've had a few. They've had a few decent, decently scored matches, and there's, there's a cracker against Rochdale. Yeah. Um, Corley, yeah, one though, have had a bit of problems recently, so yeah, I can see why you've gone for that. So, yeah, and it's yeah. been there's been a lot of draws in their in their past history. I mean, I'm looking in the past six, they've won twice and. Drawn four, yeah, but Crawley have never won, so mm. I don't see him winning. It's the one, but the final fun. game is a game against the team that knocked Aston Villa out, yes. And uh, Lee Stevenage, my heart, a Hertfordshire team, a team I always used to go past all the time when driving up the A1. Um, Steve Harrogate against Stevenage, what are your thoughts of that one? I think. Obviously, Stevenage, they will, like, they'll be, like, really happy and, like, focused about they beat a Premier League club. I think they might potentially switch off against Harrogate, seeing they're, like, really low down, they're, like, second in the league, comfortable. Yeah. But I don't see them losing, but I can see a draw. I reckon 1-1 and then Harrogate will nick it in, like, the last minute or something. 
<laughs> Funny enough, I was going to say a similar thing. Not necessarily they switch off. I, c- I can see why. But I think they they certainly tried a different style of football when they were away to Villa. And I think they, they were trying a lot of fast-moving low balls. But I think it it's Harrogate and then I think their ground's going to make the difference more than anything. I think that the the step down in terms of the pitch quality is going to completely throw them off. I think there's going to be a lot of bubbles. It's going to it's going to be like an old Brexit game if you like, because I think <laughs> Harrogate's pitch is a mess. Is that the fourth it's time? Always been a mess. We should do like a Brexit count, teach. We know <laughs> um, how many times we say it. But I I do reckon Stevenage will. I don't reckon they'll lose, but I'm going to go for one one. Okay, that's interesting. Well, there we go. So that is going to be a really interesting weekend then. So we've got obviously Stevenage uh, second, Lake Norwood obviously on top, Northampton Town third, despite the two defeats in the last three games. Still a seven-point cushion though to Carlisle. Could be reduced to four should Northampton lose uh, and Carlisle win. Bradford also with Barrow and Salford making up the playoff places, that top seven. Rochdale and Gillingham are in the relegation zone currently. So, so yeah, it's going to be another fascinating weekend. Thank you very much indeed for joining us on our first week of the Brexit Leagues podcast. We'll see you next week for more. Well, I'll be having a different guest. I don't know who yet. But you'll find Thanks out in, in due course. Yeah, no worries anytime, mate. It's been a privilege. You know, I was always going to get you on. I'll have to see if I can get Will on if he's busy, whether he's busy or not. But we'll just have to see. Yeah, man. No. Cheers. But um, yeah, I mean, that is it for the Brexit Leagues. See you next week. Take care. Bye bye.